0: Let's go. A win's a win's a win's a win, but that's a good one. The Badgers needed this one. The tournament hopes are still alive. They sweep Iowa. Always great to beat Iowa in anything that's in the comment section as well. We're going to talk about it all on today's Locked On Badgers. Really appreciate everybody tuning in. Let's go. You are Locked On Badgers, your daily podcast on the Wisconsin Badgers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to Locked on Badgers. As the the intro says, your team every single day, and sometimes more than once a day. But we are reacting to the Iowa-Wisconsin game. Wisconsin gets a big win to keep their tournament hopes alive. Um, really do appreciate everybody tuning in. Uh, let's just get to some comments. Let's start there. It's the therapy show. We try to do therapy shows after all the, all the basketball and football games, good or bad. They're a lot more fun when you win, especially when you beat Iowa. Right? Like, I... Before we get to the comments, I just I know I said let's let's get to the comments, but I was taking so much joy in every Iowa brick. You know, partially because this has been a rough season for Wisconsin. Like it's been a struggle for us. And it was really nice to see another team just not able to score. Right. And some of that, listen, some of that is credit to Wisconsin's defense. Some of that was open shots they just missed. And I felt great about it. Felt I felt really good about it, so let's get into some comments. Uh, Logan Couch, thank you, Logan, as always for the for jumping on the show. Wisconsin winning by more than five points in a good second half, yeah, both things that we haven't said a lot of this year. I mean, Wisconsin winning by twelve, there's got to be like some conversion factor. A twelve point Wisconsin win, I think, is probably equal to what like a, a thirty point normal team win. You know, to, for Wisconsin winning by twelve is a pretty monumental, Herculean task this year. So, yeah. I love it, um, Christopher Gerber. So great to beat Iowa in anything. Yes, I saw your comment in there, Christopher. Thank you for jumping in. I agreed. It is so nice to beat Iowa, Minnesota, Michigan. Uh, there's a couple teams where it just it feels better to beat them, right? The win it counts the same, but it feels better. It feels better to beat the the Fighting Franz and all of his his many children. You know, I don't even know how many. It feels really good to to sweep that series. Um, so. Agreed. Uh, Tyrom, that was refreshing. Yeah. You know, like for 30 minutes, it felt like every single game we've seen this year, um, nauseating, scoring droughts, the inability to get anything going, uh, a, a team unable to to break away. Uh, and then for like when they built that that lead and it went up to six and then went to nine and it's just like, you can almost exhale a little bit. Now, you still can't really because it's the Badgers, right? We've seen them give up a 17-point lead to Nebraska, an 8-point lead to Iowa. Um, So you're still kind of like, but it felt with the way Iowa was imploding, it felt kind of safe to me. And that's a nice feeling once in a while, right? Not not every drive needs to be uh, a high-speed car chase. You know, sometimes it's nice just to take a, a leisurely stroll through the countryside. And that's what, that last part of this game felt like to me, uh, I kind of could just sit back, relax and enjoy it. And I really did enjoy it. Uh, Spencer Wagner. Thank you, Spencer for jumping on the show. Big W. Yeah. Listen, we talked about it. It was on yesterday's show. I'm sorry. I'm getting my shows mixed up. Cause I also recorded one with John Garcia jr. That will drop tomorrow or Friday. Sorry. So make sure you check out that too. We talked with John Garcia jr. About a couple of big time defensive prospects coming potentially to Madison. Um, so check that one out as well. But, last time I had Rajiv and Justin on, we talked about this last chunk of games in the season. What does Wisconsin have to do, right, to, to probably get to, to the tournament? And it was, you got to beat Iowa and Minnesota, right? You got to get at least two of these four. And the Iowa one at home, the Minnesota one, those are the two most likely. You couldn't have dropped this game because the Michigan road game is going to be tough, right? We beat them at home. They felt like they got a bad whistle. Hunter Dickinson and all of his nonsense is going to have that crowd fired up. like. That's going to be a tough game to win. Now they could do it. I think you're going to get myrtalated by Purdue. Like that. I think Purdue's just going to destroy us. So you had to get this game and Spencer dead on. That's a big W. Now I've talked about this a lot, and I don't want people to to, to try to say I'm making too much out of this. Like many, many, many games ago, I said I'm done doing after every game uh, a referendum on great guard, right? The big-picture issues are still there, this win notwithstanding. What I said is I'm going to box up the season, and I'm going to put it off to the side in terms of the big-picture expectations. And I'm just going to enjoy every game for what it is. I'm going to cheer like heck to beat the teams I don't like, Iowa, hello. And I'm going to cheer like heck to get us into March. And then I'm just going to enjoy what I can from this season. And then in the offseason, we got to unpack that box and get into the big-picture questions, Right. So this still doesn't solve the big picture questions. This is not like, oh, now Grayguard's a great coach. Like we're we're off that roller coaster, or at least I am. And there's still things in this game that Grayguard did that drove me nuts, by the way. And we're going to talk about some of that. But just in in the micro sense, this is a really big win for the season to get them closer to March, right? And that's the goal right now. Get to March. Just get to March. Salvage the season. That's the goal. Salvage it. So yeah, in that sense it's a big win. Chris, my man, the heartbeat of Discord. Uh thank you for jumping in. Let's go. I agree, you know, when you started getting those um in the next comment, Derek. Let's go. G Money out there making buckets referencing Carter Gilmore. Carter Gilmore getting MVP chance would have been a bet I never would have taken no matter what type of crazy line I got. He goes he steps to the line after one of his like he had like three hustle plays down the stretch um and a wide open bucket where i forgot to guard him in fact i wouldn't guard him most of the night for for actually good reasons uh but he had like three hustle plays that that behind the back play to save a a pass going out of bounds and he steps up to the line and he starts getting mvp chance and i was dying (laughs) like it would it may be my favorite moment of this year and I have some stuff to talk about with Carter Gilmore, too. That isn't as, as great, probably. But I was dying when they started serenading him with MVP chance. And then, of course, he goes 0-2 from the line with the MVP chance coming down. You couldn't have scripted it better. Uh, it was awesome. I was having so much fun at that point. A uh, couple IPAs in as well. So it was all blending together perfectly. Derek, thank you for the comments. Zach Barts, Whomsoever. That's always a, a fun word. Let uh, Brian Frentz drop offensive plays for Iowa tonight. Thank you. We needed this. Yeah. They... I think finished three of 27 for three. Is that, is that right? Um, That is what I have three of 27 for three. That is really terrible. Now, some of the listen, we've talked about this with guard too, right? I've talked about some of the looks he's, he's drawn up recently with um, Connor Sejan that Connor just missed. Sometimes you draw plays and sometimes players make plays to get open shots and they just don't hit them. Now I, there's there's points in this game where Wisconsin's perimeter defense was really good. Max Klezman, I thought, had a really good defensive game. You know, there's he's able to really wall off defenders or offensive players driving in. He's he's a really, really good defensive player. Um, Carter Gilmore had some really nice defensive sequences, I thought. Chucky Hepburn as as usual. But I also missed just a bunch of wide open shots. And that's fine. That happens. Wisconsin does that all the time. So no, I don't, don't feel bad about it. Um Ty Rom says they look like a basketball team tonight. It it looks so much more fun now. That first, let's let's talk about the first four minutes ish where they had five turnovers and that was that was really that was a really disappointing start, right? In a game that you need to have Tyler Wall come out and make a couple terrible passes. That inbound pass he made against the press was one of the worst passes. It's maybe the worst pass he's ever made, right? And then you had Connor and just kind of drop two balls. Um, Kamari McGee had a nice play where he had a really great cut. Tyler Wall threw it in there and Kamari McGee just didn't handle it. You know, it's just a bad start to the game. But from that point on, when they kind of recovered from that, they did look like a more cohesive unit. It was a big win, a big win at home. Um, I was really, really enjoyed it. So Ty, thank you for the comment. All right, we're going to keep going with your comments. This is going to be a show for y'all. I have a couple things I want to talk about as well, but let's, let's celebrate the win against Iowa. But first today's show is brought to you by our friends over at FanDuel. Um, the number one sports book in the country, and they are locked on's new sports book partner. Uh, Midway point of the NBA season is here. We've talked about it. Let me know in the comments who you got winning the finals. Probably a lot of Bucks people in here. For you Bucks fans that you, you may not know, most of you probably know I'm a Suns fan. I will never forgive Giannis for ripping my heart out in the NBA finals. Never forgive him. Um, but now, uh, NBA season about halfway over, new customers get a no sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's the bonus bet if your first bet doesn't win. It's free bonus bets back. You can't beat it. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line, uh, in-game parlays, point scores, three-pointers drained. I've talked about my love for Phoenix. They're winning the title this year. That's where my money is. Plus 500 on FanDuel. Plus FanDuel even lets you combine bets. Same-game parlays like I've talked about. It is the easiest way to do this. Don't miss your chance to get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets back when you go to fanduel.com slash locked on. That's fanduel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the NBA. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Thank you again for tuning in to Lockdown Badgers, making this your first listen every day, one of your first listens every day. Really, really do appreciate y'all. I say it a lot, but I really mean it. Um, it's humbling to get any of your time to, uh, to to get, whether you're listening to it on the drive into work, tuning in live after a game. Um, it's incredible. Y'all are amazing. And I, I can't thank you enough for that. When you're done here, go check out Lockdown College Basketball, all the biggest uh, stories, guests, insiders in one spot. On locked on college basketball, available on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast. Okay, so let's keep talking about this. I want to get a bunch more of your comments in here. Talk about what you thought of the Iowa game. Who gets your game ball today? Who is the best player? Um, is the 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 uh, Gilmore MVP chance the the funnest point of this season? Um, let me know. Chris Hart says, Go fund me to get Carter Gilmore to attend a locked on tailgate." Listen, he. I, I said this. I think in the Discord. And if you're not on Discord, come join us. It's a lot of fun. It's good badger talk. Carter Gilmore, if there was a, you know, like the Marvel multiverse, if there's a Carter Gilmore version out there that has a little better jump shot, he would be the biggest of fan favorites. He really would be because he is giving everything he has out there. Now, this is where we talked about it before. There's there's good and bad in every win and loss, right? And. I actually recorded a couple of clips in this game where I, I don't think it surprises anybody. We've talked about this before. Uh, defenses don't pay a ton of attention Carter Gilmore, but th- it's getting to the point where it is so detrimental for the the rest of the offense. Um, there's pick and rolls where Carter Gilmore is involved in, and nobody guards him on the roll. Like he just rolls down the middle, and he's basically wide open because both people blitz the ball handler. There's there's plays where. They're swinging him around to the perimeter, and nobody's on Carter Gilmore because his player's in the post double-teaming somebody. Carter Gilmore had a play where he entered it to Tyler Wall, and Carter Gilmore's defender immediately just sprinted at Tyler Wall and doubled him and left Carter Gilmore wide open, which resulted in a Tyler Wall turnover. It is so hard offensively to play four versus five when you already have a limited offensive team. So, Chris, I'm not saying we shouldn't do a GoFundMe to get CG to the lockdown tailgate. I, I love the heart and the effort. Offensively, it's just, it hurt. It's painful at times, is what I'll say. Uh, Mitchell Lee says finally implemented a rotational players without being forced to. Yeah, I think guard was pretty on point. Uh, you know, it, uh, I'm always interested when players pick up early fouls. Stephen Crowell got that second early foul in the first, or that early second foul in the first half. And then obviously sat a long time. Had, then he picked up another foul in the second half to get his third. I, I sometimes think guard keeps those players out a little too long right he he almost lets the foul situation foul them out like he puts them on the bench and I think he could be a little more aggressive in those moments I thought he could have brought Crowell in a little earlier this is a veteran post player you know I I think you kind of could have really used him and you saw the way Crowell came out in the second half and kind of dominated for that stretch um but I thought I thought guard was pretty good today I really do let's see let's keep going on here Brian D says are we good tonight or was Iowa bad tonight yes both, you know, and we're not good. Like, that's the thing. And that's where I want, I don't want to get into the seesaw. We win and we're good and then we lose and we're bad. No, we're a mediocre team. We, this is who we are, right? We, Iowa was also bad tonight. Now we played a role in that. We, it's like, we had a good defensive effort, but Iowa was also bad and we are not that good. You know, it's just, it's just kind of one of those days. And we came out at, ahead today. Um, Michigan might, might beat us. Beat us by ten or fifteen, and then we're not—you know—we're no nowhere. It's we're nowhere worse if Michigan beats us by ten or fifteen than we are more good if we beat Iowa by twelve. I'm probably not explaining that well, but I think which on what I'm saying is no, we we're the same team we've been all year, which is a mediocre team um, that's going to win half their games and lose half their games in the Big Ten. Adam Berger says uh, both, yep, agreeing, but a win is a win. Yes, Adam, <laughs> thank you, Adam. You said it. Far better than I did in seven words than I did in a rambling two minutes. So thank you for that. Uh, Let's see. Zach Bart said, Iowa was doomed when Carter Gilmore nailed more than one basket snipe. Now, yeah, like Carter Gilmore had a really nice little fadeaway in the paint. Uh, It was a really nice look. He just can't shoot from deep and defenses just play off of him. But uh, it was fun. Bagley Badger says, a non-heart-inducing end. I've forgotten what comfortable feels like. Yeah, it was great. That's why I said like sometimes it's nice to get a comfortable, just a comfortable drive in the country, right? Roll the windows down, chill out, no stress. That's what the end of this game felt like to me. Um, I, I very much enjoyed it. Tom Nesis says, uh, "Tom, thank you for jumping on. Longtime supporter of the show. Really do appreciate you." Uh, Iowa always fades at the end of the year. Fran may be in. Um, Fran might be tough to play for in a long season. Yeah, you know, certainly an abrasive dude. Now, I will say this, and Tom probably knows this better than I do. He's he's a guy who's coached basketball and and done it for a while. You know, sometimes abrasive coaches on the sidelines aren't abrasive, aren't that way to their players as much, right? Like, his players might really like playing for him. I don't know. Obviously, several several sons in that mix as well and, and relatives, but... I don't know. It could, there could be something to the fact that Fran wears out his welcome with his players over the course of the season. I could definitely see that. All right, let's keep going here. Um, let's see who, who is our who'd you guys give the game ball today? I got uh Bagley Badger says uh Klesman on D. Listen, I thought Klesman was great on defense. He still drives me nuts because he doesn't shoot the freaking ball enough. There's there's two times every single game where they swing the ball around. Klezman has a shot and he doesn't take it and he either kind of pauses and then moves the ball or he kind of pump fakes and drives. And I think his, I think the better part of his game is that taking that shot on the ball reversal, not driving into the paint. Um, I like the fact that he can put it on the deck. I like the fact that he he has some toughness to his game, that he can get into the paint, that he can get to the rim, that he can take some content. I like those things, but I think he's a better three-point shooter, and I wish he would let it fly more, especially on a team that is, quite frankly, a little reticent to, to shoot from certain places on the court. So I love the defense, though. I totally agree, Bagley. Um, let's see. Let's see. Here's another one. MJ Buckley says, uh, Wall getting the game ball, but Chucky on a roll bench. And I think it's Wall. I and. Mean, you can't take away his two first turnovers right which but after that point after those two kind of early gaps that led to five Iowa points by the way I thought he played really well like he kept us offensively in the game I thought he was more aggressive Rajiv we were talking in the in our chat Rajiv was really um kind of impressed with with the way he was playing a little quicker I thought he attacked the post with pace you know like he was really kind of bringing the action to Iowa instead of th- there's been times this season where where Wall almost seems to go into the paint and get stuck there, right? And get into this, this mode of reverse pivot, pump fake, reverse pivot, pump fake, pump fake, pump fake, shot, right? And it it just gets too convoluted down there for him. I thought he played with more pace, more decisiveness in this game. So I would go with Wall as well. Also had a couple really nice assists. Um, had a great passing game. Hit Connor on that one cut. Hit Connor in the th- in the corner as well for, for a wide open three. Yeah, I'm going to go with Tyler Wall. Jan Volk uh, also says Tyler Wall. Don't badger me. Game ball goes with Tyler. 11 points, 14 rebounds. Great defense. Tyler Romaine says game ball for Tyler Wall as well. Held Murray to, what, six points? Yeah, I, th- I think it's Tyler Wall as well. Um, he he really, really played well today. Logan Couch is going to go with Connor. Nice bounce back game. And the the great thing about Connor, by the way, and this was also true. I mean, we didn't win, but last, last game when he went 0 for 10, he kept shooting. Like, Connor is going to keep shooting the ball which I love that he has a, a belief and a confidence that you won in shooter. So yeah, he missed a couple early shots in today's game, but then he bounced back, hit a couple huge threes also got to the, into the paint to the free throw line. That part of his game is evolving, which is really exciting. So yeah, I, I could say um, Connor Chucky, uh, even Steven Crow for points really played well, but game ball for me to Tyler. All right, we're going to take a very quick break. Um, friends of the show. And then we're going to get back into your comments wrap up the show. Really do appreciate everybody tuning in. Uh, and if you're going to, if you're not here and you're listening to it tomorrow, appreciate you as well. We'll be right back on lockdown badgers. Talk about what this means. Big picture for Wisconsin. All right. I want to say thank you again for everybody tuning into lockdown badgers. As a reminder, some housekeeping stuff, we are going to the spring game. Uh, we are going to do a Locked On event, probably do a live show. I want to do some sway giveaways. I want to say thank you to people supporting the show. So if you're going to be in the Madison area, if you're planning on coming to the game, uh, we would love to see you. We'd love to talk to you. We'd love to meet you. We'd love to give you some swag. Um, so, yeah, keep, keep your ears open for the logistics behind this. But uh, I'm really excited about it, and I'm excited to kind of say thank you in person to a lot of the people that are tuning in and watching the show. So that's coming up like I said, uh, interview tomorrow with John Garcia, Jr. You're going to see that on Friday. Tune in for that to see some um, talk on some new defensive prospects coming into town. And then next week, there should be some really fun guests coming in as well. So yeah, we'll keep it going. I really do appreciate everybody tuning in. Let's keep going with some of your comments here. Um, let's see. Tyler Romaine. What do you think about Shaka and Marquette? Are right. Let's see. Are you referencing the, the kind of emotional outbursts on the sideline from Shaka? If, if that's the case, like I'm actually kind of cool with it. I, you know, I like, I like the emotion in the game. So I, it, that wasn't a big deal to me. Um, and he's, he's really kind of energized that program in some ways, you know, finding ways to bring alumni back, finding ways to kind of um, build that marketing for that program and build it out. It, that makes me kind of excited. It, it, it makes those fans kind of excited in the way that Luke Fickle has in some ways energized Wisconsin football. So yeah, I know he rubs some people the wrong way. Obviously I, I don't, Enjoy Marquette's success as a Badger fan, but um I personally don't really have a big issue with Shaka. But um certainly feel free to disagree on that one. Brian D says wall was good. Yep. Zach Barts game ball to wall, uh, double double. Finally look back to early season wall when we had odd start. Connor having a quiet 17. Uh, and tying Davison's Frost three-point record. Let's talk about that. We we haven't even talked about that. Um, you know, Connor coming in this year we talked about it pretty early on the show. We were pretty high on him. Um I was pretty high on him. Justin was really high on him. We both thought he'd play a role. I didn't think he'd play this much and to tie Brad Davison's th- freshman three-point record and obviously he's got three games, he's going to he's going to crush this record by the time it's said and done. That's a heck of an achievement. Um, um excuse me. That's a it's a heck of an achievement and hats off to him and he's going to have next year watch out potentially, right? Cause we're seeing the glimpses of what he can do um, with his ability to come to the paint, his ability to hit mid range shots, his ability to get to the rim. He's going to come back next year, bigger, stronger. He's going to come back next year, a better athlete. And he's going to spend the off season. I think working on that skill with that three point shot, if he could marry those two components of his game, he's, he's an all conference player. So I'm really excited about that. That's one of the big reasons I'm optimistic about next year. Connor's going to be better and a better version of what we're seeing right here it's a darn good player. Now I don't know the ultimate ceiling, but it's a darn he's going to be a darn good player. Um don't badger me said coach guard did really well today. Timely substitutions, right times. I think yeah, I think he was really good. I let me let me give you a couple of my really quick gripes cuz again, I just want to be honest on this and there are some things that frustrated me. I thought Kamari McGee could have played a little bit more early. I and then there was a play going into half, right? 12 seconds left. We had the ball call timeout last play of the half. I'm pretty sure I'm 99% sure Carter Gilmore is out on that play. It's still on the court. If you have an offensive play where it's the last play of the half, there's just not a reason to have Carter Gilmore on the court right there. I like, these are quibbling things, but if you're going to have a team that, that just is going to struggle. And for most games, every possession is super important. You can't throw away a possession. And you know, if, the last possession of a, of a half put Isaac Lindsay out there. At least you have to respect his jump shot put, you know, that. so there's still little quibbling things, but don't measure me. I agree with you for the most part. Uh, I thought guard did pretty well. I liked most of the substitutions and he did a good job also finding, finding some really nice looks um, coming out of the offense. Uh, Max Klezman got free on a couple screens. screens. Um, Connor Siege in a couple, you know, so yeah, I, I thought he was pretty good as well. Well, let's keep going here. Um, Jordan Peplinski is Connor the most exciting freshman in five years? Hmm, that's a good question, man. Jo- Jonah, thank you for for jumping into the show. Let me know in the comments. Um, what's the most exciting freshman in in the last five years for Wisconsin basketball? I mean, so you had Chucky Hepburn last year, right? I as a starting point guard with the big shot he hit. Um, I don't know if he's. I don't know if if you would call him more exciting than than Connor or not. I I don't know. That's a great question. He might be. Um, Let's keep going. Coming on Clean says the Big Ten Conference is really bad this year. Yeah. And we're right in the midst of it. (laughs) No, it is. It is. Again, we're not, you know, we're certainly not trying to celebrate. um, We are certainly not trying to celebrate uh, mediocrity, right? Like at the end of the day, this program needs to get better this offseason. And I think most people acknowledge that. In the moment, I'm still going to be excited about beating Iowa, though. <clears throat> uh, Logan Couch talking about most exciting freshman last five years. Brad Davidson, Khalil Iverson. I loved me some Khalil Iverson. I, I When he committed, I really thought that he had a combination of skill that was going to develop and that athleticism, that he would become a much better player. But from an excitement standpoint, he made athletic plays that we haven't seen in Madison in like 20 years, right? Some of, some of the, his above-the-rim stuff was incredible. Uh, Brad Davidson yeah he's probably more exciting than Connor as a freshman cuz he did had a little bit more of an all-around game uh, you know he he brought so much moxie and so much swagger i think that's the year right where he was four times or whatever it was he had to run into the locker room and pop his shoulder back in and then run back out with the bandages like he he was awesome that freshman year from um enjoyability standpoint so that's a good one logan i agree with that although brian comes back and says yeah ce 3 most exciting freshman yeah um, Bo Dragon being his typical Bo Dragon self, if you think Connor's exciting, you don't know the definition of excitement. See, I just, listen, we agree on a lot of stuff, Bo, like, but it is pretty exciting watching a, a, a killer shooter, um, especially as a freshman, especially as someone who, who's who got quite a bit of swagger himself. So I like it. Um, I guess it's not everybody's cup of tea, but I do like it. Let's see. Nick Flave says uh, Connor is exciting mostly because no one else really is on the team, if we're being honest. Yeah, it's it's a team that plays below the rim. That's that's a kind way of putting it. Ken Payne goes back and says, after this, watch Khalil Iverson windmill dunk. Yeah. Listen, Khalil Iverson had – so we – I'm going to do a show on this. We did a – a based, or just a Twitter question. What's the most athletic Badger basketball player you've ever seen? Not the best, just the most. The most athletic. Uh, Khalil Iverson got a lot of votes in that, and he had that windmill dunk. He had some out of bounce dunks. He had that behind the like that reverse alley oop dunk. I think against Michigan State, maybe he was incredible and just an incredible athlete. Um, Bo Dragon bringing up Michael Finley. Michael Finley was a better player, but not a better athlete than Khalil, in my opinion. Only my opinion um, could be wrong. Khalil was just a different type of athlete. Now Michael Finley was a way better player. Um, obviously, no. Nick Flav Carter Gilmore is not the greatest athlete we've seen in the last twenty years. Jan Vogue talking about that um, the the end of the first half play where he ended up going to Tyler Wall in the middle of the court uh, and ended up in kind of a rushed fadeaway mid mid range jumper from a guy you don't want taking mid range jumpers. You know, it's interesting. And Jan, I think I appreciate you bringing this up because for most of the season we talked about you know do something different. End of the end of the happen of the game, right? The, the Chucky Heppard stuff isn't working and you know, Greg guard is, has adjusted. He's done different things. And we saw the the attempt to get Connor siege in the shot to, to win the game last week. And then we saw this against with Tyler wall. And neither of those have worked. Now I like the Connor siege in one. This one, it just felt like Tyler wall got a little rushed. Like I think the play was to maybe open up some core from, I have to go back and watch it, but to get him in the middle of the court where he could find a shooter or he could get to the rim quickly. None of that happened. I'd be curious to go back and watch it and see what they were trying to do there, but it, it did not work. Uh, that's for sure. Let's so let's see what else we got for some comments here. Um, let's see. Ken Payne uh, bench gets game ball, good production experience. Yeah, the bench has been better for three games now, right? Like really, the last three four games, you have Davis starting to step up. He stole a big time offensive rebound, got the the put back. Gilmore played a lot of minutes today. Kamari McGee's been better. Isaac Lindsay got in. Listen, Isaac, Isaac Lindsay didn't play a lot, but he did hit a really important jumper in the midst of a Wisconsin drought that that kind of kept them afloat. So I think that's a that's a good point, Ken. The bench really did play pretty well today. And that's something that Wisconsin hasn't had a lot on. Uh Alien Space, Chris Murray held to five points and three of 28 from three. I think they're three of 27. Oh, three of 28 from five. Um, uh, yeah. Listen, the, the effort they, ha- they had, especially you know with Chris Murray, a lot of that was Tyler Wall. And Tyler Wall had a great game. Now, Chris Murray just missed some open shots. But I I, I will tell you this. Players have a, a more of a tendency to miss open shots when they've been hounded for part of the game by a guy like Tyler Wall. So I'm not, I'm not going to give it all to Tyler Wall. But Tyler Wall played really well. Uh, Murray did not play well. Wisconsin played pretty good. Iowa had a lot of open looks. I've talked about it. They just missed a lot of open looks. And sometimes that's life. Sometimes that's basketball. And as a Wisconsin fan, it bothers me zero, right? I don't care, right? I If, this, if you played the same game with those same looks 10 times, I was going to make more than three threes nine times, all 10 times, whatever it is. Can't be all 10 because they didn't in this game. But my point is they're not going to miss that many shots almost ever. But I also don't care. You know what I mean? I also just just don't care. Um, okay. So we're going to wrap it up there. We're at about 30 minutes. That's where I try to keep these. I really do appreciate everybody tuning in. I don't get to every comment, which I apologize for, but I, I do try to go back and look at comments and then put them up in the chat for a later show. So I try to keep those, those alive as well on Wisconsin. Really do appreciate everybody tuning in. Wisconsin beats Iowa, uh, big game to keep it going to keep the tournament hopes alive. So on Wisconsin and we'll talk later. And Dragon will end it with three cheers for Fickle. When everyone is on the same page, getting things done is easy. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that enables your team to make their point and move faster. You can even save time by going from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds. Join the 96% of Grammarly users that say it helps them craft more impactful writing. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at grammarly.com slash podcast. That's grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said. Done.